Hey guys, this next episode was recorded at the Tamworth Country Music Festival at the beginning of this year in 2020. So I just want you to keep that in mind um, when you get closer to the end of the interview. Jane starts to talk about um, what 2020 looks like for her. And um, as you guys know, the uh, music industry kind of got cancelled in March. Um, But yeah, this was kind of, I think a lot of artists were really looking forward to 2020 as being one of their biggest years yet. Um, and unfortunately that didn't happen, but it's really cool to see watching Jane now. She's, uh, I can see her just moving straight through it and she's still got some exciting things happening for this year. So it's good to see that the pandemic is not, um, getting her down or stopping her in any way. Thank you so much for listening to the country music podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, you're listening to the country music podcast with Katie Jane and we're up to episode 10. Today we have the awesome, awesome guest. I'm very excited about this one. We have the beautiful Jane Denham. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Man, thank you so much. Look, I know I cornered you at the pub and I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm a fan. Um, and I'd love for you to come on the podcast and have a chat. But uh, for people who don't know, let's tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, well, I'm a country rock artist, but um, my career is a little bit diverse in that I wrote um, a song about a girl that drove a truck on my first record and it kind of blew up. And then <laughs> now I do trucking songs. It's not all I do, but every album I've done um, trucking songs. So being that I do country rock and, you know, that's kind of my thing, It's um, it's been great and it's it's meant I've been invited over to the States and I tour over there a lot now. So, yeah, it's been good. Man, it's so cool because I've heard your name around and I'd, I'd never met you before and I hadn't been able to get to a show, but everyone just kept saying how good your shows were. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. for me, I'm like, I need someone to look up to and it, you just kept, your name just kept getting dropped and you just put on one awesome show and I want to get to one and um, that's why I'm so excited to talk to you because like you're paving the way for someone like me to kind of, you know, get into this industry and, and those big gigs, those big rocking fun gigs like not a lot of girls are doing them so sure yeah well I mean I grew up singing country music and then when I was a teenager I joined a band and so I kind of learnt my I guess you know learnt my stripes in pubs and around Sydney and stuff like that so I was always up there with the boys doing my thing so so then you took it one (laughs) so it was easy to join the two together and when I started 14 years ago no one was doing yeah uh, Gretchen Wilson was pretty much the paved the way for us country rock girls and um yeah yeah, I got to sort of get inspired by what she was doing and come up with my own flavor and yeah it's good I love it yeah you you seem super happy like you seem really content in what you're doing and I love that like um but yeah like for me it's the the pub gig thing Mm. that's where I started because I I knew I had a strength in my vocals and just doing those those rocking songs and it makes me happy yeah exactly Yeah. yeah I think as a songwriter and as an artist you've got to be who you are like my I come from a really musical family and my sister's a jazz singer so oh, cool. <laughs> it's very different and my mother's an opera singer and oh, wow. a gospel singer and then my grandfather on the other side was a um, musical theatre. So, so it was like pick, it, <laughs> pick a genre and just go for it. <laughs> so you weren't the black sheep that you were supported going with country rock? or uh, No, look, I grew up singing in church so to join a band and sing in pubs wasn't the norm when I was mm-hmm. a teenager uh, but it was my parents are very, you know, they just go do your thing and and so I was like do not come to the gig I'm so embarrassed to have my parents here which is so funny because I spent the last 20 years touring with them now but um, when I was a kid and joined my first band and we were supporting the choir boys and all sorts of crazy things when I was a teenager and 
and I'm like, do not turn up. But um, my parents used to, I found out years later, would hide in the car park and listen. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, that is so cute. Yeah, so oh. I didn't know that mum and dad were at my gigs, but um, I, I would have killed them if I'd known Yeah, I can then. imagine you get really stroppy like, hey. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. That yeah. is so cute. Okay, so talk us through. Um, so we're, we both have a mutual friend with Jay Senior who's also been on the podcast. Yep. And the first I come across, well, more of your like original music, was you did the filming over in Alaska mm, with yeah. the ice road truckers yes just got back so my god yeah end of last year um so I've been flying over to the states uh performing at the truck shows for about three years now and through that I'd met some of the ice road truckers because they often have the celebrities come in at the yeah. truck shows and you can have you know meet and greets and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff so obviously we'd meet backstage yeah um, VIP, stuff like baby. that all the VIP, VIP era. <laughs> And so they're like, who are you? What do you do? You're from Australia and you sing trucking songs? Oh, my God, that's so random. And um, But good, like they liked that there yeah. was this chick that sings these trucking songs. It was like, it's like an so, anthem. Yeah, yeah, no one was doing it. So there was one other girl, um, Lindsay Alam, in, um, in Nashville that was doing it. So Lindsay and I have become really good friends. Oh, and cool. uh, But she was the only girl that was doing it ever, like that I can find anywhere in the world actually I don't think and so but yeah it was um and the, the ice road truckers managers came up and said to me would you look ever like to have them in a video clip yes. and I was like uh, <laughs> yeah and I was thinking oh here we go they're gonna you know want a million dollars or yeah. something and they went oh no we just really like your music and the ice road truckers would love to be in it and so I was like okay so they they got together and um I got to take Jay Seney from Australia as my director and yes. So I rang him up and said, hey, how do you feel about filming a video in Alaska? So and I we bet flew... he said no. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was in shock for about a week. Wow. Uh, so we got to fly to Alaska and we were only there for three days. It was oh crazy. Gosh. And freezing? It was freezing. Oh yeah, I gosh. couldn't feel my chin. I was literally filming. If you look in the oh. video, we filmed uh, in front of a glacier. Yeah. And so it was like over the top cold. I, I've never had anything like it, but I was like, Jay, I can't feel my chin. Like, am I? <laughs> dribbling and, and he's like and he's standing answer should be right yeah. <laughs> i'd be right mate keep singing and i'm like yeah. do i have to move my arms because yeah. if i take my hands out of my pockets i can't feel my hands <laughs> oh no but anyway it turned out really good and we're really super excited because all the truck drivers are loving it and the yeah. industry and it's already had um over fifty thousand views across all platforms in wow. eight weeks or something. yeah that's and what's the song called for people yeah who it's want called to black it coffee and white wine oh right i was listening to yeah. it today because i was you know yeah. doing my research, doing your research. <laughs> so yeah no yeah. it's um yeah so we're really thrilled and jay's done an amazing job and really captured what i wanted to do because i mean i don't drive trucks people think yeah. oh she must drive trucks i'm like heck no i just love writing music sounds like you do yeah, yeah. i mean i love trucks i've yeah, always yeah. been into trucks i grew up with family having yeah. trucks and i used to love going out in the trucks so I did have a definite love for them, but in terms of driving, I don't. But it was, um, yeah, just something I wanted to do was celebrate an industry what we can't do. do without. Are you affiliated mm. with the Bar and Butter Hay Run? Yeah, no, I did really their sweet. first two oh, um, Hay Runs. I was, yeah, part Fantastic. of Yeah, so really good friends with Brendan Farrell. They've just done a big run and the, the social media photos of like the line of trucks they got going up to Armidale. I think. Yeah, they it's arrived amazing. through here tomorrow. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Are, you, are you going no, in? No, not this year, not this year. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. amazing. So yeah, it's been it's been a great ride. And um, yeah, it's I think the video just really does capture what, the truck drivers are like yeah. in around the world and so hopefully my songs celebrate 
what they do. They're great songs. Like, yeah, and, the, and you're you. right, it's a niche that no one's really tapped into, but there's a definite market because these are the, the backbone of our country. Yeah. Not just our country, but sure. you know, that they're what moves, mm. moves what we eat, what we consume, exactly. everything. Yeah. And it came out just before Christmas and I was sort of a bit, oh man, it's so close to Christmas. Yeah. But then I went, well, hang on a minute. You wouldn't even have the a chicken or yeah. a corn on your table if it wasn't for the truck drivers. So I was exactly. sort of like, oh, well, hopefully it'll Let's remind them. everyone that. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. I think that's really cool. Like, like as I said to you, like it's good for someone like me to have someone like you to, to chat with. And I mean, how, like, I don't know if you don't want to talk about it, it's cool, but how does being a girl in the industry, how does it feel for you? Like, where do you, do you feel comfortable here or like are you... Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. I mean, I I grew up in the music industry, yeah, so yeah. it's sort of all so I know, really. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as a girl, I don't... I, don't, I mean, there's, it's always a bit of a boys' club in certain things. I mean, hello, in trucking, you can't get more of a boys' club. Yes, and that's ma'am. because there's more boys and girls. But, um, you know, it's we just do... I think you've just got to be doing what you do. Yeah. Um, and I never compare myself to anyone else or try and be like anyone else. I t- certainly get inspired by other people. Yeah. But... Um, in terms of like, I, I guess fitting in, I, you know, it's taken a long time to find my feet. Yeah. I think because um, I just go out and do my thing, and everyone's like, a bit, I'm a bit different. But mm. um, you know, 14 years down the track, it's nice that everyone's celebrating that I've achieved what I have yeah. over the last 14 years. And um, you know, it's just yeah, you just got to do what's in your heart. And I think if you're true to what you're passionate about, people will be attracted to that. So. Yeah, yeah that's, fun. <laughs> that, that's exactly like it. Mm. I um, just recently kind of went rogue from the industry and was like, I just need to do what makes me happy. Mm. And it's everything's been better since. So totally. I was like, you know, just do things that make my heart happy. And yeah. I love music. So I just do that. Yeah. And yeah. you find out what's great about you. And, and I've been really privileged to be one of the mentors at the Academy of Country Music oh, great. over the last yeah. three or four years now. And, and that's just the one thing I... I guess I I try and make the every student feel like don't you don't have to be Casey Chambers we've got a Casey Chambers we don't need another one you know what's different about you what's Mm -hmm. what's going to make you stand out from the crowd and sometimes that's a journey and you don't know I didn't know when I joined my first rock band I was just trying to be Susie Quattro you know (laughs) Um, but you know I found my feet and that took a while and that but that's half the fun isn't it really figuring how to get up and keep going yeah and and then one day you sort of go oh this is who I am and and then and then you just run in that lane and and you know great things happen when you're when you're doing what you're meant to be doing and you're not having to push it yeah because I think when you're trying to run in someone else's lane you're up you, you know you're well, not in not, your own lane so you don't really natural, achieve, yeah you don't achieve what you could if you yeah. if you're going with what what you're doing and um I think you know confidence in this industry is something that you know I say to their kids uh, to the other mentors that come in and talk to the kids I said oh not just kids there's adults as well in I the call senior them academy too, are, yeah, yeah the academy is juniors and seniors yeah but I said really our job is just to inject them with a whole heap of confidence because sometimes you just need someone to go yeah. you can do it you know 100%. and figure out what that is about you that's going to shine yeah. and we've all and everyone's different so everyone's on their own kind good. of timeline too yeah yeah like, yeah and all of us like I I got signed 10 years after what I ever thought I would I, I thought I would have got signed when I was 19 yeah and you know I was in my 30s when I 
got my first record deal. And so I was thinking, oh my God, who would have thought? And you know, I remember being a kid thinking, oh, if you're over 30, <laughs> over the hill and you're never going to achieve anything. And you know, now I'm in my 40s and I'm like, oh, I'm still going, cool. Yeah. Because there is a thing for me and, and however long, you know, life's seasons and however long that season is for, I'll just go with it. And then when the door closes and I'm going to, you know, something else for me to do, I'll do that. So this is, this yeah. is so good. Thank you yeah, so much for good. talking to me. Um, yeah, it's awesome to hear you talk like that because it, it's it's all about authenticity and just finding your own way through things. And I'm only learning that now. Sure. So yeah. like I'm really new on the journey and yeah, it's cool that I have yeah. something to look up to. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, music, the music industry um, for any of you out there that, you know, if you don't want the massive highs and the massive lows, don't do this job mm-hmm. because it's full of it. Yeah. And I think you've just got to somehow walk through trouble like someone said to me once walk through trouble like a mist you know like don't let the emotions rule your decisions or um what you think just keep just stay in that middle zone because one minute you're high and you're going oh my god this is incredible this is just happening the next minute you're crashing to the ground and I think as an artist um we can live in that danger of emotion because we are creative yeah and creative people are very much more emotional than someone who's very analytical and we need analytical but we're not analytical (laughs) I'm not analytical anyway and I think if we can learn to um yeah, just keep a nice balance of that. It's It does make this career yeah. a lot easier because you don't want to put your value of who you are in what you On do. On your success. You yeah, need to like... put value in who you are as a person and if that all falls over, is Jane Denham still going to be Jane Denham and people going to like her for her, not just yeah. what she does with the music, you know. So I think that's if we can all, you know, stay true to who we are and not get wrapped up in... Um, what we, who we want to be as an artist, I think, um, you know, there'd be a lot more less, I guess, drama with so many, you know, the mental illness that is around and stuff. I just go, it's, it's, you know, it's so, that's not what life's all about. Mm. It's a job. Like I was a hairdresser for 20 years and it's like, that was a job and this is a job and I can't let, you can't let your emotions determine your every day because I wouldn't go to the salon and let my emotions I mean girls are girls like hello we're flipping hopeless but um (laughs) but yeah if we can try you're never going to get it right no one's perfect and 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 we are girls for all those boys who are listening we're girls we're girls um but yeah (laughs) but uh yeah I think that's that's a little key I've learned along the way to try and just walk through trouble like a mist don't don't I'm, I'm gonna keep Don't go on the rolls. Don't go on the rolls. We talk about mental health a little bit on the podcast because it's something that I am very open with. I went through sure. quite a bad period, but I get help now. Yeah, so great. I'm like literally taking control of my life now and I'm so excited. And it's, it's like what you're saying. We have so many highs and lows mm-hmm. that like yeah when it all goes away and you think what who even am I like am I even worth anything yeah um and so I like I get professional help we work through strategies and it's about like building up the rest of my life so that when something goes wrong with music I still have this other you know to to bolster me up so I'm like super stoked now you know I'm like Mm. I'm I'm really happy and I'm really lucky that I went through that and I got to learn how to navigate this because as creatives we are very at risk Mm. Um, with mental health because we don't yeah. have job security we, there's a lot that we don't you know our basic needs aren't really being met sometimes and that's when we're at risk so yeah yeah, yeah it's hard but I like the miss thing mm. that's cool just move yeah. through let it just yeah. yeah and also you know having a day job is actually really good mm. like I, I mean it's only now the last two years I've been full-time music and if, it's probably harder now than it was because that day job that I had as a hairdresser um 
was actually probably the thing that kept me level-headed and grounded and and I've had some incredible opportunities and I'll put it in a book one day but um, when I was younger I actually had the opportunity to tour throughout the states and and Europe and I've been in Learjets and all sorts of crazy things when I was a kid Um, but yeah I always had this job and so I remember times I'd be singing to 40,000 people at a stadium at Orphones Arena and and I go back to work and I was only telling someone this today I go back to work and I had this little old lady and she was coming in for a perm yeah <laughs> and, and she go hey going Jane I'm like good she's been doing anything I went no not really just working and oh I didn't lie but I just said oh nothing much little <laughs> did she know I was seeing 40,000 people that morning to open a huge conference in Sydney so it really keeps so, you grounded yeah, yeah so don't underestimate the the value of a, mm. of a day job because I think sometimes it does it, it, it music's all about you when you're an artist but when you have a job it's about Someone other people yeah. yeah and I think that's that can be really important so it's like they say you have to have a hobby too like yeah when you invest so much in music you need something that's not music mm-hmm. just to get you out of your head a little oh, bit oh so. absolutely so if it's not a job it's yeah, yeah find that other thing that'll keep you because um, it's easy 24 7 24 yeah. hours a day is music <laughs> if you let it and yes. I think you've got to put those boundaries in. To and stop. I, when you move away from music, you kind of come back with a fresh head too. So yeah, like when you, your brain goes somewhere else, you come back and you're like, oh, this problem actually is really easy to fix by thinking outside the box this way. Kind yeah, of thing. totally. Um, so what is next for you? What um, what have you got? On uh, I've got a really big year this year. I've got um, new songs coming out earlier this year and heading back to the States. Cool. I've got lots of shows over there this year and um, I just landed the big uh, Mid-America Truck and Show. Dude, so yeah, well which is so really, cool. really super excited to be heading over there and doing their big show. I've, I've gone over and performed at their after parties and yeah. all, all sorts of things. But mm-hmm. yeah, really excited. So I finally just got the big gig. So it's stadium oh, yeah. gig at the Mid-America <laughs> truck show that is so, so yeah and I'm um, ambassador for women in trucking yeah um, I read that so yeah that's cool. so that's nice to be able to cheer on the girls in yes, America ma'am. and <laughs> and yeah just bring light to like we said the industry but yeah lots and I've I've got other stuff that's got nothing to do with trucking and cool. my next single's nothing to do with trucking so Sweet. I'm really excited it's a real fun party song so yeah, I can't wait to get that out and um yeah lots of touring and can't wait Man, that's really cool. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. We could go on for hours. But we, can't. <laughs> we both have somewhere to be, and we really just scheduled this in into Thanks. a tiny time frame. But um, thank you, thank oh, you for doing pleasure. what you do, and thank you for allowing artists like me to sort of see how the, the way will be paved. Yeah, so. no, and it's great. It's good that you're open and you're talking <laughs> about it to all these people, and you're helping them and you're helping you. So hopefully, good on you. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Country Music Podcast. Thank you so much, Jane, for coming in and talking to me. And we'll see you guys very soon. Well, you'll hear us soon. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.